0: They even got a video game called Job Simulator. <laughs> <laughs> I, I skipped. I took Why the fuck do I want
1: to play that? To play Bitch, I do that five days a week.
0: A, I, I do I that 40, 50 work, hours a week. I took off work to play a game about me doing work and I'm not <laughs> getting paid for it.
1: You are listening to Trophy Horse with your host, Tricky Mick, Alex, I yield to no one, Steve. And Sid. everyone and welcome to Trophy Horse. this is episode 477 and I thought Yield and I were just going to be doing the tag team thing tonight, but I'm so excited we got a third chair, Tricky like notified me about two hours before the show, we got a real Trophy horse living legend, Donnie's joining us once again, Donnie what's up, what's up do people? What up do people and yes it does
0: feel good to have the the title legend stopped
1: I can talk to the dope people all I want, but I don't do it as well as you do, sir. <laughs> uh,
0: it, it, I, I think it takes a skill. I had to hone
1: it. I wasn't born with it. <laughs> well, Donnie's got many years of podcasting under his belt. The car's not only with me, but also with I Yield to no One. What's going on, everybody?
2: The weather's finally getting warmer,
0: hopefully. Maybe in your parts. Yeah, I think maybe it's you, because uh, Mother Nature got a vendetta against Michigan.
1: Maybe just Detroit.
2: You still getting snow? Ours was, was gone in a day. Oh, uh,
0: some just melted two days ago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we we Here in Kentucky, we got a surprise drift, drizzling of snow, or I guess a, uh, a little bit of snow. I woke up, when was it? Was it Thursday or Wednesday that I woke up, and there was snow on the ground. I was like... It's Wednesday. fucking April. What's going on here? I mean, even I mean, I live in Kentucky, so I'm I'm you know, even when the weather changes in the hour, I'm like, oh well, that's just Kentucky. But uh even that was a little bit surprising to me. Well, I, I think we're all
0: going through a little bit of this this snow since the government wanna don't wanna give up that machine they got. <laughs> Stop playing with the freaking machine.
1: <laughs> you mean the weather machine? You think the yeah, government's got a weather machine, Donnie?
0: I don't think. I can't say I can't prove that I know, but I know.
1: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Donnie, do, can we get this this kind of conspiracy talk on whatever talk? Oh yeah, you get all kinds of conspiracy talk on whatever talk. I gotta say, I think I think whenever Yield introduces himself or plays Rocket League, it's a conspiracy against me, because I tell you, today's episode when he just introduced himself, he did the same shit to me that he does in Rocket League. He's hiding there at the back of the fucking goal like a viper, <laughs> wasting the last fucking second to come out and block a shot. And he—I I thought we lost him, but no, he's here. He just delayed—he—he he just delayed himself coming in, entering. <laughs> Save the best for last. Well, since—I mean, you get that honor, sir, since you were the—the the one who updated our trophy count this week. And while we're on the subject of trophies, how about we discuss what our numbers are? And I guess since Tricky's trick ass can't. Make it to a recording these days.
2: <laughs> well played. Well played. Let's uh,
1: let's start with Tricky. Tricky is level six oh seven. Total trophy count of thirteen thousand nine hundred and fifty seven with a platinum count of two hundred and fifty five bullshit platinums and two hundred fifty five bullshit platinums. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is gonna be a great episode. I am level four forty three with a total trophy count of seven thousand three hundred six with a platinum count of one hundred eleven in hundred and ten games. Sid is level one hundred seventy. Excuse me, level five fifteen. Total trophy count of ten thousand two hundred seventy nine, and a platinum count of one hundred and seventy six. Yield, sir. What perch are you atop this week? Level four four five. Fuck you for With overtaking the, me. Wait until you hear this
2: one, and a trophy count of seven three oh five.
1: I'm, I'm I'm knocking on the door, Alex. You got, well, knocking on the door troll of trophies, yeah, you'll pass me here in no time, I'll tell you that much. Donnie, sir, what's your trophy whoa. count?
0: Well whoa, 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 whoa hey. all right, all right, we got a little expose. Oh, he still got more tallies. And a
2: platinum count of one, two, three. I got a new one this week. Easy as ABC.
1: Easy as ABC. <laughs> <laughs> what's your what's your new one? Uh we were here together. Who? Which makes the trio, right?
2: Which makes the trio, yep. We we have completed the trifecta. Who's the we? Uh, Me and the Brain 76.
1: Donnie's like, it should have been me. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: don't think I had a platinum in a minute.
1: Well, Donnie, you, I mean, here brag a little bit. I mean, even if you haven't had a platinum in a while, you sure as hell have uh, compiled quite a bit over the years.
0: Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I think that's what deems me. Just a partial bit of my my legend legendary status <laughs> but uh, uh my count is level four hundred and forty t c count is seven eight nine seven plaque count oh negative about a hundred <laughs> plaque count is one oh seven negative maybe two.
1: Yield, I think I know why Why Donnie hasn't gotten a platinum in a while. So he why says, is that? He's saving... He's he's waiting until Resident Evil Village comes out, and he wants that to be his next platinum. There hey, you go. Hey, I think someone knows me. You don't record with someone for years, Donnie, without knowing him. Just a little bit.
0: Well, if... um, I doubt I will have it by the time it comes out, but if I don't get Days Gone back before... That Resident Evil, then that will be the next part. That's
1: that's not, sur- that's survival horror of some aspect with all the zombies chasing you.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm digging in a whole lot more than what I thought it, uh, I would. But we we'll get to that when. What
1: are we playing? Well, that's not far yeah, away. Cause I'm cu- I'm curious to see what your thoughts
0: on it is.
1: Well, here before we get into to Donny's Spiel on on Days Gone and whatever else we've been playing. PSA. If you haven't downloaded the PlayStation Plus free games for April, April's coming to a close here, so you better go ahead and get on that. Also, Days Gone being one of those games. uh, Yeah, Donnie, here, why don't we just bust it open? Bust it open. What do you think about Days Gone?
0: I I, I think it's real good. Uh, I really like some of the stuff that should have been in The Last of Us being a scavenger game. Well I
1: mean there I mean, maybe there's more in Days Gone but there was some element of scavenging in The Last of Us where you had to like find like resources and then use whatever you could to build certain things like a, a med kit or whatever or a weapon. In the second one it was more
0: but I feel like any game that's set in the apocalypse if you can't scavenge scavenge like virtually everything then it, it lacks a very important mechanism for survival in an open post-apocalyptic world.
1: Uh, <laughs> I, I, <you> f- could- <laughs> I found these two pencils and some electric tape. Let me make a jackhammer out of this.
0: Oh, exactly, exactly. But what I mean, what some of the stuff that Last of Us was missing. I'm the only again talking about the first one because I think the second one added this in, which is you can search people. And you could take their weapons after you kill them, which I never understood that in open-world post-apocalyptic games, where you couldn't do that.
1: <laughs> yeah, you could You could definitely do that in the second one. I don't remember back to the first one, but you could definitely swap weapons with somebody, you know, in case your weapon was about to break or something. You could definitely do that when you were searching bodies.
0: Yes, yes. That right there is awesome. Um, You can... Kill animals. I do hate the fact that you can't skip over the the skin scene, which it's not very long, but it's long enough after you've seen it the first fifty times. <laughs> so, but besides that, I am digging the game. Like I, I'm, I'm loving the the open worldness of it. I'm loving the, the the story so far. I haven't got that far into it because of my video game OCD, like, <laughs> I've only done a set amount of main missions versus all the side stuff and just killing Freakers, as they call them in this world.
1: The freakers come out at night, and apparently yeah. a day's <laughs> gone any time of the day. Oh, yeah, but they do get more lively at
0: night, so the the saying still holds true. The Freakers do come out at night.
1: <laughs> it, it's nice to know that some things never change. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah.
0: And I do have some... Oh,
1: actually, we ain't even got to that part yet, so I guess
0: I can't... Can I say uh, trophies and tips? Do y'all still even do the trophies and tips? Like, give ashable tips. Give ashable tips. This is... Le- ever
1: since Sid stopped doing so trophies, this is less of a trophy show and more of, like, a, just a news show, like every other PlayStation podcast. But, Donnie, if you want to give some trophy tips here in the middle of what we've been playing, you're more than welcome to. Well, awesome. Well, I just got some tips for some gameplay that I've recognized that...
0: I'm quite sure other people probably recognize it since I'm playing this game so much later after it came out. But they'll through, scatter throughout the world in certain areas. They have bear tracks, but you can't see them on a map. But if you pick them up, they become highlighted as blue dots on the map. So if you just want to know where they are, and if you—I mean, if you happen to come across one, just pick it up and put it back down. It, it'll you As know, soon as you pick it up, it'll pop up at the blue dot and just throw it back down. Now you know where at least the bear trap that you have set on the world. So you won't get caught by them if you happen to glance at the map.
1: Don't nobody need to be getting their foot caught in a bear trap, Donnie.
0: Nah, not when a bunch of freakers after you.
1: You're like, oh, oh shit, I'm dead. Um. <laughs> Well, Donnie, let me ask you, upon recent, like recently hearing that Sony decided not to do, a, at least for now, A Days Gone 2, like, pl- having recently played this game, like, are you sad there's not A Days Gone 2? Would would you like to see a sequel? I, I haven't beat it yet. I only got to, I think the
0: close, the last story thing I've played, I mean, I've seen in this game, and spoiler alert, if you haven't played this it yet, it's just, um... It's not for certain if his girl has has uh, passed away yet, but it's a memorial site for where, if she did pass away, this is where the last spot she, uh, he remembered her at. So, I, that's the last
1: story thing I have done. Well, here, Donnie, like, do you feel like this is a game, What you, based on what you played, would you want to play another game in this vein, if they ever decide to make it, like, I really
0: can't say right now because I don't know how the ending is going to be because I can go through all of this hard work and love the gameplay and love the story so far. And then it gets to the freaking closing, the last part of it, and the ending will just rip all of that goodness away. So I can't really say right now, no, I don't want to see a sequel. No.
1: All right. Well, you're not gonna get one, guys. So you gotta worry about that. But uh, besides, anything else you want to say about Days Gone? Anything else you've been playing?
0: Uh, and that's all about Days Gone. It's a good game so far. Digging it, and I have been playing. I play Control. That game is it's it's okay for the, for a shooter. You know, shoot them up, bang bang. You ain't got to worry about you know reloading. You got to worry about ammunition for the most part. Uh, it's just a fun point shoot them and and try not to get lost cuz you will get lost in that game.
1: Well, I, uh, my my thing about that game, Donnie, was it felt really cool. Like the powers they gave you were really fun to use and like combat was fun, but the story got in the way. Like there was way too much of a convoluted yeah. story in that game.
0: Oh, yes, yes, yeah. That's why I, uh uh I just yeah. That was easy to put on the bat burner <laughs> and play something else to uh, cuz yeah. Did you finish the game? Donnie, no, no, I, I don't even think I'm close to finishing the game. Probably close to halfway, but yeah, that that game, the story, is the story makes it kind of hard for you to just just go through it like that, you know. And I play some of that concrete something, concrete genie, genie. Yeah, I play some of that. Uh, it seemed okay. Some I can get my hands into, but not right now. And now um days gone I'm playing hold on, let's see if it was one other game. Uh, oh, Watchdog Legions. Play some of that and it's exactly as I said when the last time I was on <laughs> Watchdog or what's his name? Ubisoft and bit off a whole lot more. Than what they do as usual when it comes to the Watchdog game, the same old S X, 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 or whatever it is they hack now. The same old hacky, just doing it with a bunch of other people now.
1: <laughs> so wait, Don- Donnie, do you mean that they what they intended to do or what they wanted to do with this game? Like outstripped their capability to bring that to life? Is that what you're saying?
0: Yeah, the same way they overhyped it and everything they did about ever since the first one came out. You just tapping X the whole entire game. The second one came out and maybe added X and maybe a, a different button this time. This time it added three buttons except the third button is for you to switch to a different player, And but you're still pressing X and all this. I mean, it's the same thing, dog, but I got it for free, so no, no complaints in that department.
1: <laughs> we, we love free, Donnie. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> so,
1: and I know this is
0: um uh what are we playing right now, but when we get down with this segment I would like to add something, talk about this whole uh, what what you call that backlog thing I got added in to
1: <laughs> Okay, yeah.
0: If <laughs> you don't know, buy
1: All right. So yeah, like once once me and Yield we share our things, we'll we'll come back we'll swing back to the do the backlog beat down and we'll get your impressions on that or your your thoughts on that so far. Does that not good? Yeah, awesome. Yield, sir. What do you have you been up to?
2: Oh, let's see here. So, uh, since I got the platinum, I've been playing. Finished out. We were here together, which I recommend if you can get a partner, pick up the series and play through it. Really fun. Do you have to get a uh,
0: partner? Well, like a living partner. It's it's a co- it's Breein. yes. It's, it's a co-op yeah, game it's, only. It's a co-op, right? co-op
2: game. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So you either had to play with Don, a random. Donnie's like I don't like people enough. Yeah, uh, exactly. you, you you either have to, you can play with a random, or it's. I would say it's better to get a buddy and go through it that way. Um, so I've been playing that. I've been playing uh, a little bit of World of Warship Legends, some Ghost Recon Wildlands, and uh,
1: Destroy All Humans too. And of course, our our Thursday night rocket all, league last, rocket, last last Thursday it was just, just me and Yield on on Thursday. Had a had an all right night, I'd say. We either broke what even, or had a had a you know, a winning by a game or two, had a winning record. Uh, Tricky's the only one that can confirm that because we don't keep track. But uh, yeah, if you want to join us on Thursdays for our stream on Twitch tw- Twitch.tv TV slash Proven Gamer for our Rocket League streams. I think actually I was streaming this week and you were streaming, but but Homler oh, couldn't join us. But anyway, Thursdays on uh, Twitch TV Proven Gamer, you can catch us on Rocket League at seven o'clock. Uh, sorry, Yield, you were saying? No,
2: I was. Uh I forgot about to mention the Rocket League.
1: We got to pimp ourselves out as much as we can. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Of
0: course, pimping themselves.
1: Well, Tricky's not here. <laughs> he likes to call himself the head pimp. He's not here. He's working or doing whatever. <laughs> playing video games at work. Uh, but you, what, do you, anything else specifically you want to talk about what we've been playing? Nope, that's been it. And I, to cap off my experience was well not to cap off but I guess to cap off the story of spear of the north I finished off the game last night I'm playing through I've gotten all the trophies except for one I need to go through and finish off one trophy in chapter seven but for the, the other other than that I have uh, finished spear of the north just kind of to, to wrap up my I gave some initial thoughts on the game. Last week, just kinda um you one of the things that i'm like I realized as I was going through that game was that there's a really somber tone to it, but also like I don't think I've ever felt isolated in any other way than I have in that game because when you're playing through like yes, there's you the fox, and then you have your little wisp buddy, which is like the spirit, but like even in dead space, like you have like necromorphs that like you're trying you're trying to get away from in spirit of the north, like there's just like a bunch of land and then like the plague tethers, and then, like, ruins, and that's it. It's just pretty much you. So, like, I don't think I've ever felt as isolated in that, in any other games I have in Spirit of the North. And, I don't know, like, if you felt the same way, it's just something I recognized over the last week playing that game.
2: I don't know if I ever really felt that. I was just enjoying the, the, uh, the setting, and, you know, as as you went farther into the game, and trying to, to, to let the game and the tone Set how I felt the game was going.
1: Yeah. I mean, for me, it wasn't a bad thing. It's just at one point I I looked around and I kind of just kind of realized, like, man, I'm really lonely right now. Um, But I mean, after playing the game, I enjoyed it. I think one of the criticisms of the game that people had was there's not a lot of direction. And for most of the levels, like, it's not really a problem. Most of the chapters, it's not a problem. Once you get to chapter seven in the spirit world, like, when it really, really opens up, I think it becomes more of a problem, but for the most part, like, I feel like the game was was focused enough to where I didn't really have issues with direction, although in some like in some cases, like, some of these, the, the shaman that you have to reawaken or, you know, release their spirits to the spirit world, like, some of those are really hard to find, Yield. I don't know how you find every one of them but one on your first playthrough, but I think I found, I think every one of them, I found all of them but six, but some of those are really hard to find.
2: Yeah, they are. I was... I think it was it was four or five I, I that I missed on my first playthrough, which I thought was, I felt pretty doggone good that I only missed that many.
1: Well, considering that there were 20, 28, and it was really cool how, like, and I don't think I'm creating any spoilers, or, you know, I'm saying any spoilers here because, quite frankly, there's, like, the story of the game, you kind of, you experience it yourself, there's not a lot of, like, expose. It's basically, like, they don't lead you around by the nose. It's like you are, it's, it's, it's kind of what you make of it, where I, I thought it was really cool that, as you're kind of releasing the spirits of these shaman across the game, then those spirits then show up in the spirit world and what, like you can only get one of the trophies if you found all the shaman spirits. So they as you release them, they show up later on in the spirit world where you venture into and then you can greet them and that you basically have to get a trophy based on that. I thought that was a really cool idea how I uh, I, I like that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but overall like the only negative I have about the game is that the fact that sometimes the platform is super frustrating because you know it's, it's just kind of stiff? But overall, uh, the music is really enchanting. It's easy to get lost into, or it's easy to get lost in, and you know it fits the game perfectly. I love taking pictures with it with a, you know they don't have a photo mode, but you can use the share button to take pictures. I love that. Uh, it's a it's a beautiful game, and uh, and the um, I guess I would say the the last thing I would say is that the there's a really comforting and a really cool payoff to the game. That it was like really, I mean, it goes along with like the beauty aspect of the game and creating, you know, like uh, light and just um, sp- like just spirit energy and just I don't know, like it's just in a really concise ending. It kind of like blended everything that was good about the game all together, but a, not like a super huge ending, but a, like a really good one too. Like that was really cool um, how they they ended that game. So I don't want to go into too much detail, but I, I really enjoyed the end of the game. You know, chapter eight was pretty short, but I think it was probably one of the, like, most satisfying endings to have game I've played in a while.
2: I'm I'm glad you I figured, I'm glad you liked it. I figured you would, and when I played through it, I'm like, yeah, he's gonna like
0: this.
1: Yeah, it's, it's I, I, other than to say it's very natural, it's very nature-based, like, it's very um, like, just light-driven like, I, I, if you play the game you'll, you'll see what I'm saying, it probably sounds like I'm rambling like an idiot now, but I just love the way they handled the ending and, like, where they ended and what they ended on like, that was really, really cool, so um, after kind of an ominous tone to the to the game leading up to that, the way they ended it was was perfect, so I love that. Um So Donnie, I hear from a little bird named Donnie Dobson that you've been roped into the backlog beatdown, sir. So are you calling your shots? No, I just wanted
0: to uh see about something. Okay. I once said uh that I didn't have any backlogs because I play the games that I buy. I was like, I don't buy games just to be buying games. I play them.
1: Donnie didn't (laughs) have that that Steam Summer Sale syndrome.
0: Nah, but I did think about, wait a minute, I thought about it afterwards, and I was like, well, I do have games that I have not beaten,
1: but... No, wait, hold on, Donnie, we gotta uh, we gotta we gotta delve into this. Is it beaten or completed? Because we are we talking about beating the story or completed the game by, like getting the platinum trophy or whatever.
0: Okay, hold okay, hold on. Let's see, now that's something different now. Like I thought beat means like you beat the game, you can but it ain't beat, now it ain't, <laughs> you ain't beat it. So it let me ask you a question. <laughs> well, no, no, no. The, the, there are two, di- there are two
2: differences. Have you rolled credits, which is beating the game, uh-huh. or have you platted the game, which, you know, which you, you know what that is.
0: Okay, well, I've, 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 never counted a plat for a, a beat of a game or a completion of a game, or maybe, uh, maybe technically, if you want a 100% completion, but I thought once you've seen the credits, that game is done for, unless you want to go after the plat.
1: Well, yes, but there's like, because now, like, with some of the trophies that developers have done, it's like, there is a difference between, like, be, go you know, seeing the end of the story and then having to go through the game two or three other times just to get all the trophies. Okay, so, alright, so now I know we're counting those now, but, uh,
0: no, uh, yes, I haven't seen the credits to a game, so... But then I here's a like I guess you could call it like a loophole or I'm asking is this a loophole or just like some type of bylaw here? Is that when I get a buy a game or play a game, they just say when I play a game for the first time, I feel like there should be some type of trial margarine to see if you're gonna like the game enough to actually go through to see the credits before saying, "Okay, look, I put it at some other time. Uh, I will eventually get to the beat, uh, the completion of this, the credits of this, but not now." You get what I'm trying to say?
1: No, I got you, Donnie. So, like, I don't, I don't mean to hurt you. I'm not trying to hurt you here, Donnie. But kind of like what I do with the Metal Gear Solid saga, where I try to play the games and, like, an hour in, I'm like, I, c- I can't do this. I just got to walk away.
0: Yeah, I feel like you sh- that shouldn't count as a backlog because. I feel like every game should have like a trial er, margin to where if I'm going to like it enough to even see this game through in order to put this on
1: any type of list. I don't know. So maybe th- 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 does that still count? Maybe. I I-, <laughs> I I don't know. Like to me, they would like if you're putting like I would assume that like once you turn in the list of games that you want to try to go after, or you try to beat for the the competition. I guess that, like, they they take that as gospel. Like, I guess they're expecting you before that point to do enough research on the game to, like, know whether or not you want to play it.
0: Yeah, like, if you played the game for, like, five hours, okay, look, that that counts as a game you've been, you you suck in some time, but if you played the game for, like, an hour, you know, 40, 45 minutes to an hour, I feel like that's a trial area and shouldn't count as a backlog if you don't ever plan on, Completing this game could have sucked that much. It, it doesn't.
1: You don't find that game appealing. Well, it's like it's like uh, a demo. Like they re- they yeah, recently re- released the no the demo, demo for Resident Evil Village. No. It's like in any other game. It's like, hey, here's a little sample of what you can get out of this game. You know, based on this, decide if you want to buy it. I don't know if there's that kind of bylaw, Tricky. Or er, Tricky. Oh my God, I'm so sorry, Donny. Um, <laughs> oh, no, it's all good. If um, I'm so used to talking to Tricky. But I don't think there's that kind of bylaw within the competition, but I think it's a good point, like, hey, what if I just don't like this game, like, you know, you see games on the store, it's like, okay, this has got a cool concept, hey, this looks kind of cool, oh my god, that title, that's really awesome, but you get into the actual meat of the matter, and it's like, oh, I don't really know if I want to play this game, so, Uh, I I played the new um, NFL Blitz from EA, it like, not new, like, relatively new, like, in the past, like, 10 years, and it was crap, and I just didn't want to play anymore, so I've got, like, a 1% trophy count on that shit, but I get your point. Like, you, sometimes you play a game, it's like you, you buy it, or you you, re- you play it on PlayStation Now, you start it up, or you put it on a list, and it's like, yeah, I want to try this game, and then you get into it, and it's like, uh, I don't know. Like, that's, I don't think that's within, like, the competition rules, but who knows, maybe next season of Backlog Beatdown? <laughs> Because they they did change the competition quite a bit for season two. Oh
0: okay. Oh, first of all, I didn't even know the was a competition. I just thought it was just a group that we talk about games that we haven't beaten yet, but we have.
1: <laughs> well, from my my understanding, I mean, yield could back me up on this. I think or correct me if I'm wrong. But the backlog beatdown, I mean, the be legit competition was was born out of the first season of backlog beatdown. So I'm pretty sure it's like a, a competition, right? Yield. I mean, they keep standings and everything.
2: I I, I believe so. I I. I can't speak too much of the backlog beatdown because I got into the better competition, the be legit side quests.
1: Don, basically, Donnie, <laughs> you're talking to the wrong people. I think Tri- Tricky oh, might yeah. be in the backlog, but basically, we wanted no part of that competition shit. Tricky or Donnie, I was in, uh, I was in the trophy war, and I want no part of like video game competitions, oh. video video game <laughs> dick slinging contests among the internet. I don't want any part of that anymore. I feel you. Hey, I,
0: <laughs> after that, that made me redefined that, hey, I really do like playing video games for the fun of it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't want to have to rush through Hitman Go just to get a trophy to help my team win a competition. Oh, But we okay. won that competition, it was sweet. I'm still waiting for our trophies. It's not going to happen, Yield.
2: I know, but I just like throwing that out there every time we talk about it.
1: Yeah, so, well...
0: I say that to say, well, uh Control is definitely going in the backlog
1: then. <laughs>
0: oh, yes. Donnie, Control. What,
1: what, have, what have we ever done without you?
0: Yeah, Control and probably the Concrete Genie. Uh, not because it's a bad game. Oh, Donnie, you can,
1: I got through with that in one day. You can get
0: through that. Oh, well. You're lazy. Well, I can probably get through it, but again, I'd rather play other stuff, and plus, I'm doing all the whatever talk stuff, but like, all the edits, and now I got the other show that I'm putting energy into as well, so I really ain't got time to go through the Concrete Genie, but uh especially with Days going is now a part of my repertoire, and soon, what, next month, early next month, Resident Evil.
1: So Concrete genie and
0: control most definitely going on a uh, backlog beat down.
1: Well Donnie, if you know, if you if you finish out Days Gone and you're still waiting some time, you get some free time before you gotta play or you wanna play Resident Evil Village. You know, maybe you can fill that with some Playstation three and, and- PlayStation Vita games because as announced this past week, in fact since our last show, the PlayStation Store on the PS3 and the PS Vita will remain open for the foreseeable future. Uh, this news comes from the PlayStation blog. It's actually written by President and CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment, Jim Ryan, and I'm just going to read this for you guys. Recently we notified players that PlayStation Store for the PS3 and Vita devices was planned to end the summer. Upon further reflection, however, it's clear that we made the wrong decision here. So today I'm happy to say that we will be keeping the PlayStation Store operational for PS3 and PS Vita devices. PSP commerce functionality will retire on July 2nd, 2021, as planned. They're like, fuck the PSP, but you can still have the Vita and the PS3. <laughs> uh, back to Jim Ryan. When We initially came to the decision to end purchasing support for PS3 and Vita. It was born out of a number of factors, including commerce support challenges for older devices and the ability for us to focus on focus more of our resources on newer devices where a majority of our games are more more, majority of our gamers are playing on we see now that many of you are incredibly passionate about being able to continue purchasing classic games on ps3 and ps vita for the foreseeable future so i'm glad we were able to find a solution to continue operations i'm glad that we can keep this this piece of our history alive for gamers to enjoy while we continue to create cutting-edge new game worlds for ps4 ps5 and the next generation of vr thank you for sharing your feedback with us we're always listening and appreciate the support from our PlayStation community. Whether they look like some goddamn superheroes with this decision. And I like that he mentioned, like, we can keep this piece of history, like, you know, open for gamers. Because as we've talked about, there are a lot of games that would have been lost to the ether if the PlayStation, Thor- PlayStation 3 and the Vita online stores had been shut down and you can no longer buy them. So, I mean, the recognition by Sony that, hey, there are pieces of history in here that we can preserve by this is great. But how brilliant would it be if it was pl- Sony's plan all along to release, like, news that they were shutting down the stores to create an influx of desire to buy shit on those stores, and then they announced, oh, no, 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 Duh. no, no, you, you can keep buying shit on these stores because we're going to keep <laughs> brilliant. brilliant Duh. That, that would be brilliant
0: marketing. But Like you, like you said about... Are you going to be hearing, like, these conspiracies and stuff on whatever talk? This is something that will probably be on whatever talk to do, because I mentioned this before. Pandemic brings big business.
1: <laughs> well, do- Donnie, you think about Duh. it. I mean, Donnie, can you name to me, besides maybe, like, the delivery food industry, like, you know, buying from a, a restaurant and having delivered to your home? I bet, uh, oh, God, um, I can't even think of some of the, the names of delivery services now, but... Aside from, like, food being delivered to your home and, like, maybe alcohol being delivered to your home, like, what other industry boomed so much during the pandemic because people were just bored at home? It's like, well, I guess we'll all go buy Switches and PlayStations now because we ain't got shit to do but play video games.
0: Well, I tell you for all the wrong reasons, I, since I am expendable, <laughs> oh, my bad. Donnie, Donnie, I am, a Donnie, said...
1: <laughs> I, I work for Whole Foods. I am an essential worker, but apparently not an essential human being.
0: That's what I'm saying. I meant to say it's spent, uh, essential, but it's the the uh the alternative reality word of it came out. <laughs> As spendable. Uh, I work for Seven Up, and the rest of my my comrades on the other side, Coke and Pepsi, and them are out there with me, uh, stacking up pots. So those are big business. Uh, <laughs> Sherman. Sherbet <laughs> sure, man oh, what other tissue is big business in the pandemic for whatever reason they choose to have it for i don't have people no gotta idea. wipe their asses
1: donnie from all that that exactly. that's seven up they're drinking all the freaking females
0: that gotta survive in the pandemic y'all are the only one around. they gotta go to the used tissue every time i go to the bathroom unlike us no <laughs> Jingle, jingle, and peace out. I was, was going to say,
1: you better have a few shakes in there, Donnie. You're going to stain your pants. <laughs> but
0: uh, it, it's, it's uh going back to this, Sony, uh duh, you freaking stupid tyrants that feel like you can't be touched at every single quarter, y'all feel like y'all want to do something. God dang it, Sony. Why would you shut down the Station 3 store, uh, period? Like, if anything, if you want to do anything of this sort, just stop adding to the store. Don't shut it down. People still play the freaking system.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, true, Donnie, but, but clearly Sony, when they made the decision, had analytics and said, hey, we're not making enough money off of these stores to keep them alive. But, okay. I mean, Donnie, when's the last time you bought, it? and this is... And we don't speak for everybody, because so maybe there are people still spending money on these on these stores. But when's the last time you bought something on the PS3 or the Vita?
0: I don't have a Vita, but yes. Oh, speaking for me, and probably you, since you brought it up. Yeah, I haven't bought anything. But again, people do still play the Station 3. I still play my Station 3. I don't make purchases because I'm just majorly on the station four now. But again, I do still play my station three. Uh, but again, I get everything costs money. I do because that's just the world we live in. But what are the numbers really keeping that uh, keeping the station three stores open? Like, what is it really? It don't come with no BS billions to keep it running, cause we already know you just hiking numbers up just to make this look for a, a sob story. Yeah, that's if you're gonna do that, job, but cause that's how they do. Oh, but what is it really to keep it open out of your billions that you're getting every year? to make your gamers
1: happy you would assume it's marginal well, marginal i mean we could be wrong there but i think until they find a better solution about getting all of these every game off of there and making it available somewhere so they're not lost to time i mean obviously this is a great decision you know for anyone you know whether you primarily play on the ps4 or the ps5 the fact that you can go buy something on the vita still or the ps3 that's great uh of course the wii u sh- or the, not the wii u but the wii shop on the wii like they shut that down a long time ago, but yet here we are. You can still buy things on the PS3 and the Vita if you want to. That I mean, that's great. And you know, as Jim Ryan mentioned, and I'm sure Jeff Hanna would mention if he was on the show with us, he, like, the preservation of video game history is a great thing. So you know, we shouldn't always assume that everyone has graduated to the the four or the five yet. But I think before they can ever make this decision to close the stores and feel good about it. They need to figure out how to get some of these games off of there and make them available to other, gen- like, to future generations.
0: Uh, 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 yeah, exactly. Uh, again, what is it really? Give us that information. Whether
1: you Oh, you'll never get that, Donnie.
0: <laughs> again, I, I know that, but again, we'll get it, but it'd be a made-up version of it. But give us that information. What is it really, Sony, that you're not getting from our freaking online service that we had to pay for now that you still may not as good as it should be? But what? you can't eat all that money going to the Station 4 and 5 store? All of that? yield you- so you're making no extra money to put in the Station 3 store?
1: Yield, sir, you got any <laughs> thoughts on this?
0: Ah! That's it. That's That's enough. Hey, that's a good enough answer for me. <laughs> I I mean,
2: I haven't been able to purchase anything off the three store for the longest time because for some reason my system just won't connect
1: to the place. Your your money's no good here, yield.
0: <laughs> it, exactly, it's no good here. It's only good on the four. So yield, yield. You know, you know that had the name that you have, you sure do yield to a lot of things. I know, right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, I I'm happy for the fact that there are games that aren't going to get deleted off, you know, so to speak, lost to time. But it's it'll be interesting to know, or if, if we ever find out if if it was just kind of a marketing ploy, or if the community actually had enough of a say that Sony did a 180.
0: Oh, and this is a important thing to, t- to bring up as well because of the news some years ago, and I even did a video on it. Do you own your games? Uh, I stated where through all my research and through Sony's TOA, Terms of Agreement, that yet yeah, you own your physical copies, but the digital ones, you own the rights to play. The game, you don't own the game like you own the physical ones. You own the rights to play the game. That being said, if you don't have it downloaded onto your system and if they would have shut that down, you would have lost all the games
1: that you paid for. No, no, don't have it already downloaded on your system. No, you can still go read, re download stuff, Donnie. So, then how are you shutting down the system then, the servers for, the, for that day? I don't know what the cost savings is, but if you purchased a game, you could always go re-download it from the library. Just like when they shut down their movie service, you could go re-download movies and TV shows you already purchased and download those again.
0: Okay, but well, in they turn... Hey, I'm only going up what you say. In their terms of agreements, if that mud is not there, and you ain't got download it downloaded... <laughs>
1: Well, well, Donnie, look, let's look at this though. Like you have a, let's say you have a disc for a game, and let's mm-hmm. say you have a disc for a PlayStation Two game, and you have, you know, you're like, okay, I own this game, I feel good about this. What happens if your console breaks now? Your PS Two breaks now, uh, and Sony's not making any more of those. You can't just go to buy a store and buy a PS Two. You can't play that game anymore
0: yeah there's always even. but, but, ha-
1: <laughs> always but how is do you Amazon. how do you own that game truly if you can't take that game anywhere you I mean let's be honest I mean yes there are some instances of ps3 games and PS Vita games that could have been lost here but overall you can't
0: take the game anywhere but
1: overall we'll just- like digital protects you a little bit more because like like how, how when you have a disc game, and you can only play it on a certain console. And what happens once they start not making that console anymore? You don't have any access to play that game. Whereas, like, with digital, like a lot of these games, they can make, you know, usable and playable on future consoles.
0: Okay, see, but you said the key word. They could make usable. <laughs> Will they? Because there's numerous times where they have not. Recently, yeah, they've been doing it. Recently, when you buy for select games, not all games, but select games, you buy the disc version and you get the digital version for the, the successor of the, uh, system. You know, but that's just recently. Station, it's not that many Station 3 games you could be able to transfer over to the Station 4. Well, here's, and, and also, like you say, The whole physical, you can't take it with. Well, that's with, that's just light period. Something can happen to even the digital versions, especially if you ain't got, I don't have none of my, well, I do have it, but by default, I don't think I, I forget, I don't know how it's going there because I don't ever remember like logging in or out or whatever, but the cloud, I only have like a small amount of saved stuff on the cloud and for the left. Even before the Station 4 uh, came out, when, when did the cloud start getting used on the Station 4 or in the Station 3 cycle?
1: Well, you had, they introduced PlayStation Plus on the 3, and they had cloud saving on the 3.
0: On the 3? So, somewhere on the 3, I don't know how, but my cloud stuff won't say, oh, you know what? It's probably full. That's probably what it is. Now that I think about it, it's probably full. But again,
1: that. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, too. so cool. <laughs> I, I just before we move on, I just want to say that, like, I get why people like owning physical media, but like, you, let's use this example as, like, say, you have a Nintendo, like, a, you, have, you had a Nintendo 64 growing up and you have a Donkey Kong 64 cartridge. Yes, you own that cartridge, but do you like? I think people are romanticize this owning physical media. It's like, oh, I own this game. It's like, you own that cartridge. You don't own that game because there's so many, only so many things you can do with that game, and only so many, like so many ways you can play that game, and it's really just one, and that's on a Nintendo sixty four. If you don't have a Nintendo sixty four anymore, well, shit, you're screwed.
0: Well, we when we say we own the game, we don't mean that we own the game itself, like the all the you know gameplay, like, the game. We own the physical copy of that game, and y- and yes, we can't manufacture it and sell the game, but we do own that one, and we can sell that. We can't just manufacture it. So, again, I still feel like the physical was better. They do the stupid thing of where you can't play your physical copy unless it's downloaded onto the system, which is highly, 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 highly dumb to me, because if it's downloaded on the system, I still can't play it unless I put the disc in, which again, that defeats the purpose of why I gotta download it for. So, yes, besides that drawback of the physical copy, I still physical is the best way to go for just such an uh, Cajun to where you can't your your cloud is full and you don't want to spend money into that or they decide to do what they was planning on doing and shut down the lawn the market and you can't get it anymore so in case it's there's so much things that can happen besides a disc being broke i can always get another disc somebody from somewhere into just the very last one is gone but eBay yeah
1: I'll sell, I'll sell you this disc for 150 dollars
0: hey but I can get it though but I cannot ever get that digital copy back ever unless they decide to put it back on the market on, in the digital market and I'll be able and I download it again
1: well Donnie whether you bought whether you're you know a fan of digital or physical media if you bought cyberpunk 2077 for the Xbox, one or the PlayStation 4 you pr- you might have there's a good chance you might have felt pretty screwed by your purchase um it, they CD Projekt Red has released its consolidated financials for the year the fiscal year 2020 and uh, in an IGN article by Matt TM Kim he was talking about some of the high points from their most recent financial briefing uh you know blah 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 we're going to do better but the thing that I really wanted to highlight in this entire article is uh, and the article is titled After Cyberpunk 2077 launched, CD Projekt Red says it learned a huge lesson. No shit. Or at least, hopefully so. But the one little piece I want to take out of this article by by Matt is that, uh, quote, Structurally, CD Projekt Red previously announced that it will change how it handles marketing going forward, focusing on shorter marketing campaigns, manage expectations properly, and release marketing materials that accurately represent game footage on all platforms. Because if you remember, they didn't really show footage from from cyberpunk 2077 running on the ps4 and the xbox one and probably for good reason because it probably looked like shit um so that's the, the the one thing that i wanted to pull out of that article uh and and more came out of their their financials and a lot and from um this was uh translated from no no wait hold on um out of out of the uh their most, their consolidated 2020 reports, Ars Technico dove, drove, like went through the numbers and you know numbers can be kind of confusing but one of the interesting things is we wondered how much money they had lost because of refunds and stuff like that, Ars Technica dove through the numbers and they found out actually how much money we can expect they lost on refunds and how many copies they actually refunded of Cyberpunk 2077 So? So Donnie, you don't care?
0: No, you know, I have no empathy for any developer, any publisher, any uh, producer or whatever you want to call them that want to send out a game that's nowhere near finished. I got no sympathy for you.
1: Like, Well, it might have been finished or near might, finished on the PC, but certainly not on the older consoles.
0: Okay, if it's not finished, it, I don't care if near finished. I don't care if you at 98%. If it ain't 100, don't ship it out i don't want to buy my game just to have it patched <laughs> you know i don't want to i don't i don't want to do that uh you learned a viable lesson can everybody learn this viable lesson not to ship out a game that's not done
1: i don't know ask bethesda <laughs> <laughs> uh, like well now now instead like of acting bethesda, bethesda you gotta ask microsoft since they're owned by microsoft now uh, so so this article, it's titled Cyberpunk 27 Refunds Barely Dented CD Project Red's Bottom Line. Uh, this comes from Kyle Orland over on Ars Technica. Uh, quote Buried in the others, Other Provisions section of the 90-page financial report, CD Project Red acknowledges about $51.2 million that the company says it is recognized as provisions for returns and expected adjustments of licensing, licensing reports related to sales of Cyberpunk 2077 in its release window in Q4 2020 translated into plain English, that number seems to ind- include all digital and retail-, retail funds for the game in 2020, as well as expectations for continued refunds and lost sales projected through 2021. Broken down, the $51.2 million in provisions for returns includes $10.65 million in refunds made through digital and physical retailers 2020, as well as about $2.23 million in direct refunds made last year through CD Projekt Red's Help Me Refund campaign. CD Projekt Red Projects an additional 38.34 million in refunds and lost sales in 2021, based on information obtained from distributors concerning sales to retail distribution networks, retail sales to end customers, number of copies present in various distribution channels and warehouses, as well as the distributor's professional judgment concerning expected sales through uh, throughout 2021. That seems to include the impact of the game's continued absence from the PlayStation Store, which CD Projekt Red says is closing to an ending, close to ending now. The developer has released a number of major patches. Uh, basically, the big takeaway from all this is that the losses of over $51 million is nowhere near the $56.3 million in total sales revenue they made off the game. Well, listeners, I don't know how I did it. Actually, that's a lie. I know exactly how I did it. I'm not great with math. So, the number isn't... 56.3 million. The number is actually far more impressive than that. So, this is a little teensy bit of a mix up here. The total sales revenue was 563 million. Again, a much larger number than I just said. So, don't quote me on that original number because, again, math is a little hard for my brain to handle. Always has been. But yeah, so again, 563 million. Etch that in your notebooks. Enjoy the rest of the show. Uh, and Kyle does mention that that's a net profit of just over $301 million alone off the sales of Cyberpunk, which, you know, they sold over 13, almost 14 million copies uh, by the end of December. And Ooh. and they, uh, I think, where was it, that they, CD Projekt Red uh, confirmed that the roughly 30,000 copies of Cyberpunk were refunded directly through the company's Help Me Refund campaign. That would imply a total of about 180,000 total refunds in 2020, assuming the same average cost per refund rate across various digital and retail storefronts, end quote. So basically, they are figuring 180,000 total refunds compared to 13.7 million copies sold and fifty three point million in returns compared to f- over 500 in revenue and just over 300 in net profit. So... You know, for all that we went through and everything that CDO Project Red has tr- had to endure because of their terrible decisions, this, you know, as Kyle mentions in the article, this is just dropping the bucket. Like, this is, they're not hurt by this at all. Which is really sad because when they say we'll do better, what's the impetus for them to do better?
0: Exactly. That's why I got no sympathy. I got no sympathy, empathy. Good. I don't care. Again, the name of this mud. Help me refund. That sounds like a GoFundMe title. Like you, you asking for the people who bought the game to get their refund, to give you money to get them their money back.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, that they did lose a sizable chunk of money on refunds, but at the same time, they made so much money off the game. Which credit to them, like they ran a market, a good marketing campaign, and at least the game in its concept was good enough to drum up that many sales. But. For such a big botch by them, and and to be honest, them probably hiding the fact that the PS4 and Xbox One versions were not ready to go to market. They're really not going to you know come out of this any worse. Which it well, which to be honest is kind of it's it's kind of frustrating to be honest. But you know that's, that's the way right.
0: it works. I like Americans, well, America is good at concealing well, stuff. Boy, that's a, we specialize C- in that. Don't we? CD
1: Project CD Project Red <laughs> is, is headquartered in Europe. I think they're Swedish. They're not um in America. Oh, okay,
0: not. my bad. My bad. I take that back. I take that back. My bad. But I mean, well, I mean, we you're, not, I mean we you're, you're not I mean you're you're not wrong about America either. <laughs> we yeah, I'm about to say we are though. We still are <laughs> uh, We're still good at concealing stuff, but yeah, I, I guess So,
1: yeah, I CD Projekt Red what is, is actually not Swedish. They are located in uh Krakow and Warklaw, Poland. So they're in Poland. Okay.
0: Polish Sound like they got Americans there.
1: <laughs> uh, well, they probably have people from all across the world, and in previous articles, uh, they did mention that they have a, a a group of people from all around the world working for them. So, uh, yield. You got any thoughts on this? Are you as disappointed as I am? I mean, like, look, I didn't want CD Projekt Red to close or a bunch of people to get fired, but I did want to see them do some serious shakeups at the top. I wanted to. I wanted them to to understand that this was a big deal and not just something that they can just like sweep underneath the rug.
2: And and as there should have been some big changes up front, but, I mean, as as the numbers show, they still made a crap ton of money off of an incomplete game.
0: Exactly. That's what it's all about. Capitalism is just for America. It's a worldwide thing. <laughs> World so, I mean. Worldwide. I feel like they should, I feel like them, they should get the same treatments as cops. Somebody needs to be held accountable for your actions. You need to get some type of penalty for putting out video games that we bought under the assumption that, that it was done. That it was done. Therefore, since I have a day one patch, or since I have a patch within the first week, penalty on this publisher. If they don't get penalized, jail time. I don't know. They need some type of penalty. They need some accountability for this as well. Stop doing this junk. They've been doing this junk ever since they was able to patch through Wi-Fi.
1: <laughs> well, Donnie, I, I mentioned to you earlier that the sto- Sony had, uh, as an example, I closed its PlayStation video store when talking about being able to re- re-download content. But it looks like that was kind of a precursor to Sony wanting to include some kind of PlayStation Plus video pass. Now we got to give credit to Gareth Davis who posted this actually in the Trophy Horse chat on Facebook a few days ago. But uh, this s- story comes from VideoGamesChronicle.com, written by Andy Robinson, and basically. Uh, the PlayStation Video Pass, it was actually posted on Sony's website um, and was following, like in following days, taken down. It's now come to light that it is going to be a, a service, a trial service for a year in, I believe it is, uh, Poland. So,
0: yeah, i about to say Poland, not even here. Yeah,
1: so VideoGamesChronicle.com writes uh, Sony Inter- Interactive Entertainment has confirmed PlayStation Plus Video Pass is a test service launching in Poland today. And this was written on the 21st. Uh, The service allows PS4 and PS5 users in Poland to access over 20 movies and television shows from Sony Pictures as part of the PS Plus subscriptions, with more content being added every three months. Donnie, you can't keep fucking laughing while I'm reading these. You're going to make me laugh.
0: I'm sorry, I'm moving. I'm trying to add some realism to the stupidity as they come in real time.
1: (laughs) So I'm trying. Oh, hey, I'm this, this story Continue. does not have the <laughs> movies. I'm trying to find these because it doesn't here in this in the story have the the movies. I'm going to try to, uh, uh, to I, find I, them. Uh,
0: maybe I heard it. I heard it wrong. Maybe I heard it wrong. But I didn't because I'm reading it along with you. I laugh at this. And that they
1: they have access to over 20 movies. <laughs> you know <laughs> wow, what? That's that's a 20. lot, Donnie, That's. I mean, to be honest, I mean, it seems like Sony, like, it, it's stuff that they own, so they're starting small, and it is just a test service, so I guess they're seeing how often people want to use it, although I, when you have more content to use beyond just 20 things, you can exactly. probably have people using it more often.
0: But I, I, I'm finished finish that. Just give me one day off of work, and I'm went through your whole freaking catalog.
1: <laughs> well, I, I think when Gareth posted this in the chat was that Yield and I's reaction was basically like, well, I want to pay extra for this. Um nope. yeah so we'll yield here talk talk to me a little bit about your initial thoughts on that
2: so I mean, I'm not opposed to them to them uh bundling a a video pass so to speak with playstation plus it's probably easier for them to maintain it if it's all under one umbrella if it was if you Wanted to pay for the video pass, then you could. I would be okay with that. I don't want to be forced into my subscription of Plus going up ten, twenty bucks a year because they're shoehorning in a video pass, and I m- may not even have a desire
0: to watch it. Mm, that, that's that, that's the best argument that you can. Which you can even have. I, I, I mean, because I'm, 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 I'm already
2: I'm already a subscriber to Hulu and Disney Plus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So unless you're going to somehow make that a part of my Video Pass, I don't see me picking up that extra 10, 20 bucks, whatever you want to charge a year for part of my Plus. So I think that it would actually it may hurt they are plus subscribers if they try to shoehorn it in. Or or there'll be a bunch of people go out and buy it to stack their years, so it won't affect them for a
0: while. (laughs) I think they're still negating the fact that I bought a video game console. I think that's still just getting overlooked over the fact that, yeah, again, I do get the whole... Convenience of the one-stop shop.
1: Well, well, what Donnie, like, I, like, counter to your argument, there is a lot of TVs, like smart TVs. I will say, in air quotes, like they come with all these apps, like Crunchyroll and I, Netflix and Hulu and I Disney was going Plus. To, get to that, they have that all exactly. that, that from day one. So it's not like you need a PlayStation to play all this stuff.
0: Exactly. I was want to get to that. Like Gil said, like he's already has a subscription to this. Like we all ditched our one hundred and thirty dollar. Cable service to get one hundred and thirty dollars worth of video service, of various video game, of video service, movie services and stuff like that. For but again, I bought a video game console. Concentrate on video games, Sony, Microsoft. All you people who make video game accessible consoles, just concentrate on that. This pass, yeah, I don't want to be shoehorned into. I have no choice but to get this plus, the PlayStation Plus plus, like the Trace Buster Buster. I don't want the Trace Buster Buster Buster.
1: (laughs) I mean, for me, I'm I'm with Yield. It's like if you want to add this on as like an add on, like make it optional. Say like, okay, hey, you want to just pay for your PlayStation Plus? That's like sixty bucks. If you want the movie pass, you know, pay $10 extra a year, and you can add that on. Make it optional. That's fine with me. But It's optional.
0: Optional is always the best route to go. Always the best route to go. Or else you're going to get slammed with the freaking PS3 store getting shut down type of uh, people coming at you.
1: But, like... It's like when Disney just announced Disney plus it's like how many streaming services do we need why do I need ten different streaming services to watch all the content I want to watch so I mean because we got stupid
0: people on the planet
1: that's why <laughs> we got we got
0: other people on the planet besides you y'all and me. we
1: gotta have we gotta have peacock <laughs> we gotta have Hulu we that's gotta have that. a subscription <laughs> to YouTube we gotta have whatever Paramount's new deal is it's just like it's way too many streaming services so like to be honest, Sony, if you're going to roll this into to PlayStation Plus to make it a better deal for people and maybe to attract more people to get PlayStation Plus other than the gamer side, then that's fine. I'm not paying extra for this. I don't Okay, so I found all the content that was that was going to be on there. Uh, the PlayStation Hold on, hold on, hold on before you say that.
0: I would I, I was hoping you find something on that because this AS Plus we're talking about, I don't want to actually spend my 10 probably extra dollars for this and be getting 80-year-old movies like we get 15, 20, 30-year-old video games that Plus be giving us for free that we didn't already bought by accident.
1: Well, Donnie, <laughs> if, we're, if we're calling this PlayStation Plus, they may take want to take the Plus off for some of this content because uh, there ain't no Plus to this. Uh, so the PlayStation Plus video pass movies are Bloodshot, Jubanji The Next Level, Zombie Zombieland 2, Double Tap, Charlie's Angels of 2019, Venom of 2018, The Equalizer 2, Baby Driver, Blade Runner 2049, Underworld, Blood Wars, Arrival, Sausage Party, Inferno 2016, American Hustle, This is the End, Bad Boys from all the way back in 1995, can I get a shout out for Will Smith and Martin Lawrence? I knew they, they couldn't help but put a
0: dang old 80-year-old movie.
1: In. Of all those movies, if I had one, like, it's like, which one movie you want to watch first? I'm like, I want to watch Bad Boys first. Bad Boys. Play, uh, <laughs> and then that's all the movies. Uh, PlayStation Plus, Video Pass TV shows, Future Man, Seasons 1 through 3, Super Mansion, Seasons 1 through 3, Community, Seasons 1 through 6, Deadly Class, Seasons 1. Why? Well, seasons? That's one season. Dude, don't use plural there, Sony. God dang. Do Poland even know about this stuff? SWAT seasons, <laughs> SWAT seasons one through two, and Lost Girl seasons one through five, and I do believe that SWAT okay, so, SWAT is an older s- show, I believe.
2: So, 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 any of their the stuff at the end, I have no desire to see. And there was probably three or four movies
0: that I y'all had a can't put to Spider-Man see. on here. I've only not seen maybe two of of those movies you've seen. Everything else I've seen already.
1: And or own. Alright, and uh, that list uh, of of content available for those in Poland on the PlayStation Plus Video Pass came from Joe Scribbles on uh, IGN. So, yeah, if if that's what they're offering, I th- I'd say it's a good thing. It's a trial period because there's not shit there that I would ever want to, <laughs> even for free, that I would want to stop to watch, so. Yeah, you can keep that, Poland. <laughs> Well, and and one of the things is that there's no guarantee, obviously, that that comes to you know to the globally, but you know I guess we'll see based on how much they use it in Poland. But
0: you know. But what? What? But. Well, how does the usage of Poland people? Got to do with American people.
1: I don't know, Donnie. Maybe they're just they're, <laughs> they just pick test markets. Some games pick New Zealand I mean, as their test market. Some people pick some place in Europe like Poland. Other times it's like your test market is Florida. Who I don't know. I don't have the numbers, a, Donnie. I'm I'm not that, in on the meetings.
0: That's why statistics are like stupid. Like people, men men only do this on this day. Women only eat this. On this, but yet you only survey women in Southfield, and yet you put that on every woman in America. <laughs> Statistics right. are dumb. All right,
1: well, Donnie, Donnie we had a, a hearty guffaw <laughs> over the PlayStation, the video pass content they're, they're playing. But, you know, you talked about games. You're like, hey, focus on games. This article comes from the PlayStation blog, and it is written by Tony Sue, the studio head of Firewalk Studios. Sony and Firewalk Studios announced publishing partnership for a new original multiplayer IP. Firewalk's AAA team sets its sight on creating memorable multiplayer moments for players. So, obviously, uh, Sony's announced a new partnership. We don't necessarily know what the game is. But, just to give you an idea of the team at Firewalk Studios, uh, a quote from Tony on the blog post, Our collective leadership team is no stranger to building memorable multiplayer experiences. Ryan Ellis, our game director, was a creative director on Destiny. Elena Sigmund, our executive producer, was a producer on Guitar Hero 2, Bioshock Infinite, and multiple Destiny releases. Bioshock Infinite wasn't really a multiplayer game, but alright. I'm glad you worked on it, that's pretty badass. Our deeply talented team has helped bring to life franchises like Mass Effect and Apex Legends, combined with my own experience, and our thousands of hours played. On Call of Duty and Destiny, we've had the opportunity to deliver some of the decade's biggest experiences to gamers, and we loved it. So... Firewalk Studios is not a team that I am necessarily particularly uh, familiar with, but it seems like they have some veterans of the video game side. And this is Sony reaching out to a smaller company, trying to make a partnership to create a brand new IP in the in the multiplayer universe. Which, as we know, multiplayer sales these days this is what people love to play. This is them focusing, Donnie, on video games. How do you feel about them focusing this on Sony, a, a studio that you know is particularly known for its? story-driven games, like, they're focusing now on multiplayer game,
0: which... Oh, uh, you, you already know. Well, like, Donnie, to
1: be, to, to be fair, on- like, they have, like, Warhawk was a really good multiplayer game, and you had other stuff, like Mag, which was maybe fun to play, but not necessarily, as we have seen in, you know, since it, there's no sequel to it, not necessarily a great financial, um... It
2: had its issues. Yeah,
1: so it was not necessarily, like, a great financial win for them, but, I mean, Sony's multiplayer arena has been hit or miss, but isn't it good that they're making partnerships with smaller studios and, and at least trying to make new IPs? That's, Donnie, you all, and except for Psychonauts, you always complain about them re- remaking games.
0: Yeah, hey, I, partnerships and games is cool, but uh, the new games is always cool, uh, but if they, don't just don't me, they just don't appeal to me, they just don't appeal to me. I'll prefer non-multiplayer games. I could not care less about any multiplayer game.
1: Well, Donnie, what's, what's ever. a, like, is there a multiplayer game you've ever gotten into? Can you think of one? Because, I mean, like I said, Yield and I, Yield and I both got into Warhawk really big, and then we both love Rocket League, but you're, you're telling me there's no multiplayer games that you've ever been, like, really excited about?
0: Nope. It's not one. Like, you talking about. Multiplayer game that's solely based on straight up multiplayer is not one
1: that I well, that excites well, me at all. I mean, even just like a multiplayer component of a of a larger game.
0: Well, Metal Gear Online is like my absolute favorite of multiplayer, and that that is quite like the only one I'll go to on my own. Like right? I, I don't go play multiplayer on my own unless it's like a, a new game that has it that I own. And I was like, well, hey, I got it. So let me just give it a shot to see what it's like. Because, uh, multiplayer sucks. It's like, I, I mean, it doesn't suck. It is fun. Multiplayer is what multiplayer can be fun. There you go. Yeah, it doesn't appeal to me because I, per se, don't care about that. I, I just, I like stories. I like to be told stories. I like to be told, you know, you know, I like to see new environment, new stuff. So once I'm done with one story and, you know, I'm ready to move on and get my next installment of a new story. So I don't care about multiplayer at all whatsoever. Uh, it, to me, I, I feel like they shouldn't exist, but I know. I mean, it's a cool not should they shouldn't exist. I just feel like they should just lay off the multiplayer as they are doing.
1: Well, I mean, as we, you know, like, Ghost of Shima added a multiplayer component to it after- afterwards, but...
0: What the heck is that, you know?
1: Well, Donnie, I will say, as someone who played it, I mean, it was fun. Like, it was very heavily story-based, to be honest, so, like, once you got done with... The multiplayer? Yeah. Once you got done with, with okay. the stories in that, it, like, you kind of... It was co-op, Donnie.
0: Okay, see, that's different. See, see that's the difference between what you call... Multiplayer in two players. Well, like well, they, don't, they, well, call they it two players no more. They called it co-op. Well, there were there were other <laughs> modes that you could play.
1: Like it had did have co-op story modes, but there were other things like survival that you could play with three other people. So a total of four people.
0: But see, but yeah, again, that's different. Co-op is I'm all for. Like if I could, if you could give me a story and I could have a partner on certain on certain, you know, on certain games, and it doesn't take away from the story you know, that's cool. Um, well, what's the game? Well,
1: here, oh, what's a... well, here Donnie, let me, let's me let bow to the PlayStation gods here for a second and point out two recent releases. The Last of Us Part Two. their multiplayer component did not release alongside the story-based game. And then Goshoshima, the their co-op Legends thing, was released four or five months after the, you know, after people got their hands on the story-based game. So Sony has let the story, the single-player campaigns kind of shine and then wait later on to release the multiplayer aspects.
0: Again, yeah. Cool. Again, all that is cool. It just doesn't appeal to me. I'm just one gamer. It just doesn't appeal to me. I don't care about multiplayer. And I I will add to this too. Uh last of us. uh not the second one. I haven't played multiplayer on the second one.
1: It's it's, one. it's not out, Donnie. They they haven't released it's, it yet. Yeah.
0: Oh, they haven't released it yet, but I will say the
1: first one
0: multiplayer was so unique to me that it instantly became one of my favorites. I like it probably it just became my it's Metal Gear that's top notch multiplayer to me and then Last of Us. So
1: so that's the key is not necessarily that all multiplayer sucks, it's just there are specific flavors that are will appeal to Donnie and, and sometimes Donnie will find that and he will jump in there. But yeah. overall Donnie wants his stories and he wants everybody else to stay the fuck out of his, his playroom.
0: Exactly.
1: Exactly. You keep your multiplayer to yourself. <laughs> all right, yield. I know. Obviously, until we see, like, hear about this more about this game, we we can't really comment too much on it. But how do you feel about Sony kind of like going out there and making part? Like, you know, after Microsoft made this big deal about buying Bethesda and Double Fine and Ninja Theory, how do you feel about Sony? You know, obviously, in that I think since that time, Sony has bought Insomniac Games, which is a big deal. But Sony making all these small partnerships to maybe bring new games to light that wouldn't see the light of day otherwise.
2: Well, it's, it's always good to, to help out the little guy, you know, to, to help their game shine. Um, I am a little disappointed that it's another multiplayer focused game. It's like, oh, gee, it's not like that market is oversaturated.
0: I feel like, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Like multi, I feel like multiplayer is a cop out to video game developing.
1: Well, let me ask you guys this, like, look at how many story-based games we have on the PlayStation, like, most of their exclusives, aren't they more story-based than multiplayer? So, I mean, do you think that it's, like, this is more shifting in the balance? Like, I feel like, more than anything, like, there's a dearth of, like, multiplayer-only games for Sony, and most of their first-party stuff is single-player story content. You look at your God of Wars, your Last of Us, your Ghost of Tsushima, the Horizon Zero Dawns, like, most of it's single-player.
2: It is, but they're good, but that's what we want. <laughs> but, but they're your, your popular titles, and that, well, those, not that those are popular
0: titles. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, your
2: your repetitive, I guess almost your repetitive titles, or uh, your, okay. your, your yearly punch out games, or uh-huh. your, are your massive online games where yeah, yeah, they yeah. don't really do anything. They don't, Push the boundaries or introduce to anything like single players do. Instead, they're almost they feel and they do good at it, or some do good at it. But they're they feel like to me they're a cash grab, and and, and instead of we put out this really cool online experience and we're going to support it for a few years, then we'll come out with something new to to make it fresh again. Instead, we pump out a Call of Duty. Every year, and the player base is constantly, you know, moving around or jumping around, and you've got other developers that put multiplayer into their games, and it's like you could tell that it was almost an afterthought because multiplayer is a big thing. I'm using air quotes here, and it. I saw those. It. it, it thank you. And it, it feel you know, well, I'll put in like the Tomb, Ra- Tomb Raider reboot. The online was fun, but it was it broke, was, wasn't it, Donnie? It, it was. You, you it call was, that fun? There was some interesting concepts in it that I
0: enjoyed, but it yeah. was broke. Okay. You know what? I did get the plaid in it, so I liked it enough to do that. I, <laughs>
1: I got the plat in it, so no what? hard feelings.
2: <laughs>
0: but it felt like but in I, a way, I though. yes, I feel you.
2: That 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 was an add-on. It wasn't nope. a really something that we wanted to flesh out and make really good. Like Uncharted's multiplayer, they made that really good. Yeah. That felt like it was an add-on, and it kind of took away from the
0: game. It was a it was it was a more defined Dead Space multiplayer. <laughs> Like, how Dead Space just threw it in there just because, hey, we can do this too, and that's how Tomb Raider was. It was just a better defined that. <laughs> it was good enough. and piggybacking, piggybacking of the yearly thing that Gil was talking about. What's new in multiplayer? What's the new that you're bringing? Every multiplayer game that comes out, whether it's Call of Duties, is the same thing. Uh, the Apex and Fortnite and uh, Battleground, all those are the same you, thing. You could pay $20 for skins. a skin
1: there, Donnie. That's it's, what's new is you could, before you couldn't pay $20 for a skin.
0: Oh, well, there you go. And then here's another like, you call this fun? Uh, I don't want, I already don't care about crafting and story playing
1: games. Like I don't want to build anything in my game. Well that that goes against what you <laughs> what? said in well, I guess it might be different from the scavenging you were talking about earlier, but you mean like in Fortnite when you have yes. to you could build buildings. Like I've never underst Oh my i never understood that That's aspect all
0: either. All I see. That's all I like would you kill somebody, man? <laughs> kill. <laughs> the point of the game is killing somebody Exactly. I mean y'all just over here building like y'all freaking car producing but y'all f- don't even know what a nail and a hammer is in real life. Like, dang it, like, what's the fun aspect to this stuff? Story, people. If you can't come up with a story, I don't know what to tell you.
1: Well, Donnie, (laughs) it seems like Sony is trying to expand their horizons and share their stories with more people as they now have created a uh, curator page on Steam for PlayStation Studios as they are releasing stuff like Horizon Zero Dawn and Days Gone on PC now. So, they are trying to release, you know, more games on more platforms. And this is uh, one of the... As long as they got a
0: story to it, it's cool with me. Uh,
1: <laughs> this is all, and, and you know, their partnership with Firewalk Studios is all kind of, I guess, playing into the bigger plan for Sony where they're just, um, they're trying to get more uh, PlayStation 5 exclusives. Uh, this article coming from videogameschronicle.com, Jim Ryan, uh, the title for it, uh, an article written by Tom Ivan, Jim Ryan says PlayStation has been quietly investing in PS5 exclusives. Uh, SIE boss claims the PlayStation Five generation will have more exclusives than ever before. Uh, and this original, you gotta get a system first. <laughs> Can you come out with a See? system before you come out with games? Well, that's, that's why you're that's why you're <laughs> supposed to buy stuff on the PS3, Donny. Uh, uh,
0: hey, the- you gotta buy. You gotta create a system in order to put them games on that system to play have it exclusive
1: this original (laughs) interview with uh, Jim Ryan was on Nikkei which was uh, there's a paywall to it but also it's in Japanese so I I can't read it but it was translated by VGC and uh, a quote from Jim Ryan we've been quietly but steadily investing in high quality games for Playstation and we'll make sure that the PS5 generation will have more dedicated software than ever before We've repeatedly engaged in mergers and acquisitions, including Insomniac Games in the U.S., and we will not rule out that option in the future. Uh, End quote. And of course, the article goes into all the exclusives they have coming out. uh, And the article also mentions about how um, Sony recently closed the Sony Japan studio uh, and leads into that with a discussion with Jim Ryan. Uh, PlayStation recently closed its Oldest first-party developer, Sony Japan Studio, but Ryan told Nakai that the company remains committed to the Japanese market. Uh, he said, quote, It is important for us to provide software that fits the Japanese gaming, market, gaming community, and PS5 has included a lot of software from Japanese developers since its early stages. We will continue to strengthen our ties with Japanese developers and release content for PS5 that fits the Japanese market, end quote. So, Donnie, it seems like your cry for more games, and, and probably more story-based games, is... It's, the Sony's already heard it. Jim Ryan's already heard it because they're planning more PlayStation 5 exclusives than any other generation. Um, honestly, I was kind of if, if what we got before was an indication, like I was really happy with the number of exclusives we got for the four and the three. Like I didn't think there was like a lack of, of exclusive to the PlayStation and big names exclusives, too. So, I mean, I, I you know, maybe maybe this comes in the way of, of partnering with smaller studios like Firewalk. Or you know maybe they're planning some more acquisitions, but I feel like Sony's always been really strong with first party and and exclusive content. So I don't really know why. That for me personally, I don't know why Jim Ryan's making a, a point to talk about this because you had enough before.
0: Uh, I, I believe
2: it. I mean, not that I'm calling him a liar. <laughs> I'll believe it when I see it. I was that's what I was, start, 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 I was <laughs> because the the only game that I know that's coming out is Ratchet and Clank. Well, and Horizon 2, but but that's going to be both for the 4 and the 5, so I don't consider that. Well,
1: don't don't forget there's a, also uh we got the new God of War coming out at some point which they've teased already, Gran Turismo 7, you also have the um Returnal coming out just within a few days here. But but is
2: that for the 5 only or is that for the 4 and the 5? See, for I'm me I'm pretty
1: sure Returnal eight. was only for 5. It wasn't one of those games that okay. was released for the 4.
2: For me, a 5 exclusive is just that. Yeah. It's only on the 5. So, to me, you can't count Horizon as a 5 exclusive because I can get it on the 4.
0: That's Ratchet, right. I think Ratchet and I can only it. get on the 5. Oh, no, go ahead. I like They're probably just mistaken it for a Station 5 exclusive versus a Sony's exclusive. There not you quite go. the same thing.
2: No, no, it's not the same thing. <laughs> not, not to me. So, it, but that's how I look at it. So, uh, I, I want to see what more they have in the pipeline because a lot of the things that they initially announced in the pipeline when the five was launching, they came out a week later and <laughs> went, oh, you can also get it on the floor. Yeah, I
0: want to th- th- ask- those. Oh. Go ahead. No, go, no, go ahead. ahead. You, you finish, you finish. I was going to say, the,
2: those aren't exclusives for the five. You're supporting both consoles. So I I I want to see it. I, I know it's, it sounds good. It sounds amazing. But at your, your, uh, all not, uh, your state of plays, your packs that you, that are going to be online, your Japanese game show or Tokyo game show, your San Diego Comic Cons, all your online stuff that in your, that you show new trailers on, your E3s, whatever. Show me then. Show me your exclusive lists then. Because right now it all, it's all talk. Sounds really good, but in a year you might be like, well, we've changed our business model.
0: That's cool and all that you're talking about this. And like you said, yeah, yeah, just show me stuff. I don't want to hear, I don't want to see or read any literature. Just show me a clip. And again, that clip is cool, but until Is installed onto my system. That's the only time I'm going to believe it. Even when I buy it. And I got the disc in my hand. And I'm putting it into the system. If it don't install. Then I ain't. You ain't do it then. (laughs) You ain't do it. Until I'm playing. Until I hit the start button. And uh, the menu screen popped up on that game. I ain't got the game. Because. We've been gaming for how many years now? At least thirty. And how many games that we supposed to have but end up getting cancelled because they said hey, nah, never mind.
1: <laughs> I will give Sony credit in that they have done a better job than most other people at like giving you the road ahead, like giving you kind of the blueprint, like these are the games you can expect, whether through like full on trailers or just teasers like they did with the god of war most recently but like i mean like there's microsoft where it's like the, their new console launches and it's like okay well you can play old games on this but we ain't got a first party big flagship title launch with it um and my nintendo's kind of like hey surprise this is coming out soon so i feel like sony and maybe this all kind of blends into their strategy of like Hey, you wanna buy like a PlayStation 5 because these are all these you can play all of these games and we've got even more first party studios coming down the pipeline. I mean maybe it's a way to combat Microsoft and be like, hey, you guys just bought Bethesda, which they've obviously been heavily advertising over the last month or two, that like, hey, we got you think you guys got exclusives? No, we got way more exclusives, so
0: That's all that is. We just send this before because um SBOT said it. Or you saying it because Xbox is about to gear up to say something about like
1: yeah so that's all that but with is. xbox <laughs> like i mean with the bethesda thing we still don't know what titles but they've said that some titles will be exclusive and others will go to other platforms be multi-platform i don't know i don't think as far as first party realm sony has much to worry about as far as microsoft because even though they do have a lot they've definitely strengthened their you know their their first party owned stuff
0: Oh, I nah. mean, Ninja like,
1: they, the Microsoft and Sony don't seem to have the same plans for what, like, their own studios. Like, some, like, like Ninja Theory stuff will probably be exclusive to the Xbox, but Bethesda stuff, I mean, some of that stuff's going to trickle out to other consoles, including the PS, the PlayStation, so, I mean. The,
2: yeah, they'll just be console, ex- they'll, they'll just be the, uh, time exclusive. The
1: goals of Microsoft when it comes to first-party studios seem to be different, at least in regards to Bethesda. So I don't know that Sony really has much to worry about in that regard. It doesn't seem like Microsoft's threatening as far as like the games that are going to be exclusive to this particular box. Donnie, you, uh, before we get into our shout outs here, sir, do you want to plug anything? We know anything you got to say about whatever talk, anything new you want to share, or, you know, you were talking about a new project you were working on or a new show. What's, what's going on with that? What do we, where can we expect to hear Donnie these days?
0: Oh, okay, well, you can hear Donnie just about everywhere, We everywhere, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, uh, Spotify, all the major joints and From Minnesota.
1: humble beginnings to superstardom.
0: Yeah, well, I'm trying to get, I'm still trying to get that, that, that tagline, <laughs> that title, superstardom. Legend! We there, Anchor, Anchor is the home of whatever toss, so go ahead and check this out. We got, like, every show is out, uh, and all that good stuff. And my, my my latest one I'm, I'm digging my fingers into is called Challenge Your Beliefs, where uh, I'm just going through the Bible, chapter for chapter, like, how the heck y'all believing in this story of what story?
1: This, this took a turn. I did not expect Donnie to step into the land of religion.
0: I was like, I'm very religious. I just don't believe in none of it.
1: <laughs> you're you're religious about the PlayStation. That's that's your that's your book of the Lord. Uh,
0: yeah, I have done so. I, I've done a few episodes of those. Even you know, I even created a character out of that podcast, which I'm. I, I delved into the rap slash poetry and all that stuff called Rebel
1: Jesus. So wait, you mean, when you say a character, you mean like a character Eddie Murphy would play on like The Nutty Professor? Like there's just a bunch of characters. No, nah, that...
0: no. Nah, no, not like that. It's just a persona, just for the, uh, the the rap slash poems that I come up with. Basically, Rebel Jesus is my perspective of what I get from the Bible. That's the best way I can explain it.
1: Oh, so whatever, God. It, the first album is going to be called Blasphemy, because you're spitting a lot of that stuff on the mic.
0: <laughs> well, that's what uh. That's what that's what blind followers blind followers will call it. Blasphemy.
1: So wait, is this is this character like does this person release songs outside of the podcast? Is this like a purely like a like within the podcast thing?
0: It's related to the podcast. I I guess you could say the podcast universe of challenge your beliefs. But uh again, it just my perspective of what I get out of what I've read from the Bible and all the different branches that I've done research that's related to Christianity but let me say this Christian of beliefs is is like is targeting Christians but and i targeting is a bad
1: <laughs> I was going to say maybe word. a bad Boy, verb to use yeah like that.
0: yeah <laughs> that's not a that's not a great word cuz i'm not all about i'm not about debates just like what, just like whatever talk is not about. It is your it
1: is your it way of count. reaching out to other other or Christians exactly. to it, get them to see, uh, maybe see something in a different from a different perspective.
0: Yeah, basically, you see how America has the government and the voice and the face and the person who takes on all the hardships of what the government should be taken accountable for is the president. So what challenger belief is the government and rebel Jesus is the voice of said government of <laughs> i'll
1: give you i'll give you some credit <laughs> there donnie because i i am not particularly religious but to be honest i would stay far away from a podcast that was about religion because there's that in politics there's just so much to argue about and so much to raise my blood pressure over but so, but you don't have to, though.
0: I, I uh, don't you don't have, have to. to, but it I'm still more, happens. I, I'm more, I'm more interested in having a conversation about. I'm not even fascinated with the, the, uh, the Bible or Christianity itself. I'm more fascinated on having conversations with, you know, with anybody. But I'm more fascinated on the blind followers. How do you? Why? Why do you believe in this and blindly, without question? Like, why? Like, it's absolutely no reason for you to follow anything without question. But you believe that this entity exists, but there's absolutely zero proof in the real world that this entity ever existed.
1: I mean, I... We won't stay on this for long, but I will say that I think for a lot of people, they were just kind of brought up in a household that was religious, and they just grew up within it, and it was just an easy end for them, and that's just.
0: And that's why, and that's exactly why. Like, the more, the most, the, the the most answers I get from this is that, oh, so, what, why do you believe? Oh, why not? That's exactly why China beliefs is existing
1: because you're well, angry. why not. Believe? I mean, Donnie, <laughs> I've often found that there's you know you know whether somebody believes or doesn't believe in you know a religion or a deity. Like it, it's it's kind of hard to have that argument because yes, you can sit down and have a conversation with somebody, but if you're trying to convince somebody that hey, God doesn't doesn't really exist. Someone who believes and this you know you know suspend their disbelief, like you're not going to change their opinion, and somebody you know who does believe isn't going to change the opinion of someone who doesn't believe.
0: That is no, I'm not trying to convert people, and I don't even want to convert people. You, I don't care what you believe in. I just want to have a conversation. I hey believe in what you want to believe in, as long as you're hurting only you. You okay in my book? <laughs> As long as you're hurting only you, you okay in my book. And here's the dilemma of challenge your belief, or should I say my beliefs. I'm left with the dilemma of all of this could be actually true for real. You know, that's the dilemma. Neither one of us is right. I'm not, I'm never claiming I was right. I'm not claiming you're right. None of us can be right until actual revelations take place. To that take place, then you
1: can't say this is real you one side will say you can't prove it, and the other one says you can't disprove it, so like you said, it... yeah like so
0: as long as you're hurting only you, you okay you could murder can be your thing, but here's the dilemma with that you're hurting other people, you're not hurting only you, therefore that's the dilemma in your your thing. As long as you're hurting only you in your decision-making, you're okay in my book. But the dilemma is you're probably hurting somebody in some way, shape, or form. So just think before you say, God said do this.
1: <laughs> now we, Before we, we shine too much of God's light on this podcast, let's get out of here with some with oh, some Oh, you need Jesus. You... <laughs> I, I want no... No offense to anybody, what I want no part of Jesus or God yeah. or anything like that. That's just that's just my oh, no, beliefs. Don't. That I don't believe. I'm sorry. Oh, you don't. You yeah, hey you hey. I'll
0: I'll leave off with this. Even if I do believe that God may be real, I kind of don't want to dwell with the guy because have y'all not read everything that he's done in the Old Testament? <laughs> like. Even if he was real, I don't want to be a part of his check. Place.
1: Check yourself before you get <laughs> wrecked, Donnie. Hey, hey. Uh, Donnie, yes. since we're getting to the end of the show here, why don't you uh, give us your shout-outs for the week? I want to give a
0: shout-out to the listeners. You guys is still awesome. You know, that's, that's dope as heck. And I want to give a shout-out to Trophy Horse for still being around because that's dope as heck. Seems too. like we're as old as the and Old Testament. To- you know, hey, about, about what you um four hundred and seventy seven B eight BC.
1: You know, in a few years, I'll I will have been a host on Trophy Horse for three decade in three decades of my life. So AD.
0: Oh snap! Shoot, you know what that is? You can get a pension from proven gamer now.
1: Nah, we ain't getting that. It's like here's here's a twenty dollar gift card. Go buy yourself something nice on the PlayStation Network.
0: Well, I also want to give a shout out to my family as well, and, you know, my, my wife, my kids, me love ya, and also the Whatever Talk crew and listeners, you guys stay just as awesome
1: as Whatever Talk is. <laughs> Whatever. Uh-huh. I'm on board. I know what's up. <laughs> Yield, sir. What about you?
2: So, uh, shout out to Donnie for coming Thanks. over bringing his Donnie-isms, bringing everything <laughs> cool that is Donnie. Uh, shout out to all the pimps in the mountains of the hordum. Thank you for downloading, listening, interacting, uh, hanging out with us. Uh, shout out to the Brain76 for the We Were Here series. Uh, like I said, I recommend it. Go get it, buy it, play it. Um, interested, excited, so to speak, of the, the fourth game that will be coming out. Uh, shout out to Alex for hosting, putting together the show notes. A uh, uh, a shout out to Tricky for uh, being off another week. Uh, hey, man.
0: Uh, yeah, that made me coming on the show a whole lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I'll be on the show.
2: Um, <laughs>
1: that'll do it. <laughs> Alright, last but not least, I want to give a shout-out to the uh, listeners, the fuel to the fire that is dystrophy horse. Thank you to the community for, you know what I just realized? We were going to the community talk. I completely forgot about your brother's question, Yield. Here, all right. Okay, all right, all right we, before, we gotta do this. We can't just say thank you, community, and then not uh, and ask your brother's question. Jesus. What kind of bullshit are we running here? Alright, so... <laughs> Mr. Mr. Huddleston, the one knows Homer gets duffed, question for tonight's episode. Music and video games can be sometimes either make or break a game. What could be an ordinary humdrum adventure can become epic with the addition of an awesome soundtrack. What game or games contain some of your favorite music? Do you still listen to those songs or OSTs today? Uh, and then Levi answered with Wasteland 3, one hell of a soundtrack, and I listen to it regularly. Great question, by the way, Homer. It is indeed... And Homer even shared uh, the sound, or at least uh, the intro to Dragon's Dogma, which I would assume is a game that he finds quite enjoyable as far as the music, music goes. So, uh, gentlemen, I'll open the floor to you all. What uh, music and video games do you all like? Oh, deep oh,
2: th- th- this is always one of those questions that, when it's brought up, I draw a blank. And then I'll be playing a game or something. Will come on, and be like, "Oh man, that's got a really good, a really good soundtrack." So unfortunately, I don't have one that comes to my mind right at this moment. Johnny,
1: Big uh, D, well,
0: oh yeah, I got some. Well, my I start with my, my favorite right now is uh <laughs> the, the Kingdom Hearts. Theme song one and two, especially John two. I really did those, the theme song of Kingdom Hearts. And going back old school, probably would always be in this type of list or category, question category is, um, I want to say, I think it's Sonic three. Just about all the levels music on on that game. I, I love Sonic 3's music.
1: For me, the Mega Man games always have great soundtracks, and probably more so than any other video game soundtrack. I still listen to those and remixes of the Mega Man games. You know, Sparkman, and um, Jewel Man, and just uh, um, Boomer Quanger from Mega Man X. Like, I listen to a, t- a ton of remixes for the Mega Man games still to this day, so that's probably one of the ones that I listen to most often. But you've also got, you know, I can think of games where the song, like a single song, like when you take down a Colossus and Shadow shadow of the Colossus, the the song that plays, the theme that plays during the death scene, it's like, it makes you feel like, holy shit, did I, like without saying any words, like it makes you feel like, holy shit, should I have done that? Like, was this a mistake? And what was I wrong to do this? Am I an asshole? So like individual, individual songs can have a lot of power. And another one for me is the sun rises in Okami because not only does it play during the credits. But there's a particularly uh, perilous scene in the final battle against the the final boss Yami in which that you know the the character uh, Amaterasu you know is in trouble, and then all of a sudden you know something happens to turn the tide, and then that song starts playing, and it like just gives you a rush of ad- adrenaline while you're finishing out the final boss fight. And it's just it's the perfect song for that game. So um, yeah, there are certain soundtracks I really enjoy, mostly the Mega Man games, and then. Ocarina of Time, and then certain songs within Shadow of the Colossus and Okami really, really get me going. So, yeah. Uh, but yes, Homer, think. Oh, yes, oh, yes,
0: yes, yes. Uh, I do have another one. Because uh, I forget, like you said, yeah, single, uh, like select songs in other video games or in a video game, not just the whole entire soundtrack. But I forgot about uh, Metal Gear 3 and. Uh, is it 3? And uh, I think three, I think they end up having the same song in uh, three and four, but Metal Gear three for sure. The um, the song is called Here's to You. Ah, I fucking love that too.
1: <laughs> oh, and also the, the song that plays in control, I guess it's called Control, during the uh, the ashtray maze in in uh, during Mission Nine, made Mission Nine of that game is fucking incredible and it sets the tone for that mission really, really well. So, Donnie, if you ever get to that point. You'll have to remember that and, and take note of that. The ashtray maze is awesome and best part of that game, to be honest. So, um.
0: it, but you know, you know what I do because I'm I'm really really not fond of music in video games. Uh, I mean, it, it's cool and it does set the mood, but honestly, every video game I I play or start. First of all, I go to the options, like that's, that's like the first thing I do before hitting the start button, and I cut down the BMG to, like, levels under 50%. You know, just enough to hear some music in the background, but I would rather hear everything else in the game versus the music.
1: You know that I've gotten to the bad habit of turning a, like listen to a podcast or like YouTube video while I'm playing a game and just turning the game on mute. Although I didn't really do that during *Spirit of the North* because that is another game with a great soundtrack and I, I loved hearing that music. So, um, but yeah, I I need to get out. With some games, like I need to get out of that habit of, of uh, you know if it's a game I'm playing for its story the first time through, I won't do that. But on repeat playthroughs, I'll I'll listen to podcasts or whatever or miss, listen to other music while I'm playing. Uh, but yes, uh, Homer, thank you for your question. Levi, thank you for your reply. I think we should have Levi on the show next week because it's the beginning of the month. And he needs to give us the Be Legit update. Or not the Be Legit. Um, yeah, the Be Legit update. Sorry, I'm, yeah, I'm getting across update. with the backlog beatdown. But uh, yeah, so we haven't confirmed with Levi. But I hopefully he will be on next week with us. And hopefully Tricky Mick will be with on, on with us. And he and Levi can shoot the breeze a little bit. But yeah. That uh that's gonna bring us to the end of the show. Uh again, thank you to the community. You guys are awesome. Thank you for continuing continuing to support our show. Give a shout out to Yield and to Donnie for recording with recording with me tonight. Donnie was a very nice surprise because, like I said, Tricky didn't tell me except for like maybe an hour before. So Donnie, thanks for coming on and joining us. Spitballing with us. Oh yeah. Thanks for having anytime, me. Anytime, Donnie, anytime. You know, I was a runaway. Oh, god damn it, Donnie. We're gonna have to cut that out of the fucking show. <laughs> Before Donnie can say much too too much more inflammatory bullshit, I give a shout out to my awesome and loving girlfriend Ashley. We had some <laughs> Mexican food. Uh, a food truck came to our our neighborhood. We got some margaritas. So I've been a little extra bouncy during this episode of Trophy Hours. Uh, I love you, honey, and thanks for coming, Donnie. And that's going to be episode, end of episode four seventy four. Thanks for joining this week, and until next week, happy trophy hunting.
0: Later, he's ass. Donnie, you bastard. My my bad. I made y'all do what y'all supposed to do. Work. Uh,
1: Too much work. Is Venus by the band Even off their album Zenith? Permission granted by the band and Twelve Stone Records. You can find them on Facebook by
0: going to www.facebook.com/slash Even
1: What is up, folks? Thanks for sticking with us to the end of another episode of Trophy Whores. Before we get out of here, you know how we got to do. We got to clean this shit up with some housekeeping. I want to give you guys ways that you all can interact with us. We love interacting with you all, so we do like to do that as much as possible. Best way for you all to do that is to go on our Facebook page, Trophy Whores, and just interact with us there. Post memes, post stories you want us to talk about, ask us questions, ask questions of the community, share your latest platinum trophy, whatever you want to do. However you want to share, just go on to Facebook. It's it's probably the thing that we check the most, and we often talk about that stuff on the show. If email is your thing, you can always email us at trophyhores at provengamer.com. And if you're into Twitch, like we mentioned on the show, we do Rocket League Thursdays every night at 7. You can go to twitch.tv slash provengamer to uh, join us every Thursday for Rocket League, and just whenever Tricky decides to stream, and you know if Yield decides to do anything like Wreckfest in the future or anything like that, if you want to support the show or Proven Gamer on Patreon, you can go to patreon.com forward slash proven gamer. And there are a number of different tiers there, the tricky setup that you can choose to support us at. But again, financial support is not necessary. We love you guys. And however you guys choose to support us, I mean you're supporting us just by listening to the show. And even if you can just give us a rec- give a recommendation to somebody, somebody you know, somebody you love, be like, hey, I know you like video games. How about you go listen to this awesome podcast, Trophy Horse? We would greatly appreciate. Word of mouth is Fantastic! It's it's the best kind of advertising we can ask for. Last but not least, Amazon.com. It's one of our main sponsors. And how can you help us out with this? Well, it's easy. Amazon.com is a it makes shopping online and shopping in general just so much easier. So we know that if, from time to time, regardless of how you feel about Amazon, you probably buy something from Amazon.com. Before going to the website, go to provengamer.com There is a link to Amazon on the homepage. It'll take you straight to Amazon.com, so you can resume your shopping. It's one little extra step, but it does help us out tremendously, so we would greatly appreciate it if you would do that for us. Well, that is going to be the end of the housekeeping for episode 477. Again, thank you all for making it to the end of the show. It was a long show, but we hope that you enjoyed all the banter and all the Donnie babble on this episode. So excited to have Donnie back on. Until next week, go get some fucking trophies. Preferably in Spirit of the North. Because it's really good.